This is Stephanie LeBay, and you're listening to Follow Your Spirit. Welcome to Follow Your Spirit. This is take two because I forgot to hit record on the recording software because we waited for a half hour for Caitlin to get on Skype. Now, uh, on my right, I have Jordan Small, the recap specialist of Follow Your Spirit. Jordan, thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. Next to her, Caitlin Buckley from Black and Red United. Caitlin, thank you for joining us. Thanks. <laughs> Kate's like, I'll, hit, I'll, hit, I'll hang up this call right now. You say one more thing. Uh, let's talk about the game from last night. First of all, we're going to talk about the lineup from yesterday, uh, pre, like start going into the game. So not knowing what the result was. Uh, of course, the Spirit ended up losing uh, in Seattle, zero to two. But when he first saw the lineup, what did you think of it? What did you think of Coach Cabrera's thoughts when he could have locked in the, sh- the NWSL Shield? Jordan, we'll, we'll start with you. So after Wednesday, I was quite confident because he pulled that lineup out of nowhere and it it worked. So I was excited to see kind of the different lineups that we could put together and just show the league how deep we were. But uh, I don't think our midfield worked as well as it did uh, the previous week. So, Caitlin? Yeah, I thought Wednesday was going to be the rotating game and then uh yesterday sunday the full strength game so i was a bit puzzled at first uh by his move do you think um caitlin do you think that this is uh do you think coach Cabrera felt like since since not only could he he have locked in the shield but he couldn't have lost it last night do you think he sort of had a free one to go and just wanted to try something different to see how it worked or do you think this was in a in a different way of letting certain players rest? I think maybe a different way of letting certain players rest or him thinking the rain were maybe going to be more worn out than they were because I don't think that extra game to clinch logic really works that well when uh, it makes the Chicago game a lot um, more important. Jordan, going into the Chicago game, um, Let's say the spirit go down uh, 1-0 um, or even draw 1-1 going into the half. Should Coach Cabrera put his foot on the gas to get the win or um, just sit back, you know, let the take the loss and focus on a championship? Well, usually I would say uh, go full throttle on it, but the attack that, that uh, Chicago – possesses, I think it'd be kind of smart to see if they could work on attacking without putting everything into it right away because you're going to get moments in the playoffs where having that situation already addressed in in the uh, regular season will be quite helpful. Okay, so overall performance from last night, I'm an old guy, and it was way past my bedtime when that game even started. I didn't have any emotion to be upset, disappointed, happy at any point during the match. Um, Caitlin, we'll start with you. Overall performance last night, do you think that um, 
Do you think the spirit got outplayed? Do you think the spirit just weren't playing well themselves? Um, I guess the first one, do you th- I guess, do you think the, the rain were just playing um, well? Uh, what's your take, your takeaway from last night? Probably a mixture of both. I think the spirit didn't have by far the best performance. Um, and then I think the rain also played really well and um, really uh, the need to compete for a playoff. Um, I thought a spot... I thought the spirit um, didn't have a whole lot going uh, on the tack in terms of a natural playmaker sort of in the first half, which got better in the second half. But then also on defense, they were sitting back weathering a lot of attacks, uh, especially on the flanks. Yanez with her sort of these like slashing runs into the box was a big threat for the spirit, stuff like that. The the front three for the Spirit last night was Kleiner, Stengel, or Dega. Um, that is one of, like, what, 14 different front three uh, setups that the Spirit... Jordan, you've been paying attention to that, have you? How many different sets I, setups that they had in front? I think I was looking at Caitlin's graphic from yesterday. It's like 16 out of 19 or something. So they if went, you, There were, I think, ahead. three games... If I do math, yeah, it's, there's maybe 16, yeah, somewhere around there, because they had three games where they played the same, yeah, three up top as the last game before. I think that's math somewhere, maybe. In that's there. that's what I got. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I see back-to-back games with Benini Ordega and Williams. Um, I see back-to-back games with Dunn Ordega Benini. Um, if going into Going into the playoff game, um, knowing what we know now about injuries and player availability, if you had to set the starting lineup for the front three, who would you choose? Jordan, I'll start with you. Um, Crystal, um, Shayna, and Dimas. Sure. Caitlin? I'm kind of torn between either Williams or Ordega uh, Dunn or doing a oh, – let me get this right um, – uh, or Stengel in the center instead of Ordega and then bringing Ordega on at the end to finish it off. I think I'm going DMAF, Dunn, Ordega. I think. I – for some reason, I really I think with putting Dmath up front, you have uh, Nairn, Houston, and Loman in the midfield, um, and then Dunn and Ordega. Ordega, we'll actually start with you guys. What's your take on Ordega? How do you feel about her now that we've seen her play this full season? She's seemed hot at some times, sort of lackluster at others. Do we? Do we, she has the highest shot on goal percentage uh, of the team. Um, do we trust her to be a, um, a starter going into the postseason or bring her on as uh, a substitute? Jordan? Uh, well, one, I still think that there's some underlying injury there. Uh, she sure, just sure. doesn't look 100% after about 20 to 30 minutes in. So I think that she serves a better role as, like, a super sub. Kaylin? Yeah, so I think you could either bring on Ordega as a sub or Stengel as a sub. 
And so I would just opt for Ordega there because I think if you're a defense and your legs are tired, I think Ordega would probably be more dangerous than Stengel. Yeah, sure. Um, per, if you had to choose today, and you know, we're one we're one week out from, or we're one game out from the uh, end of the regular season, of, but um, if you know, if you had to choose, if you had to put in your vote today, who are, who is the Spirits Player of the Year, Caitlin? Oh. Um, <laughs> I'm going, I think I'm going to go with someone from the midfield, maybe Houston or Nair, maybe, I think. One of them, I think. Okay. And I think Benini was also super strong, especially compared to just her few starts last year. I think she improved. A lot in, yeah. in a year, and being Jordan. injured too. Yeah, yeah, Jordan. Uh, Benini or I? I'd have to. Can we split it between the goalkeepers? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's tough, I mean, right? That's um, they never get they, any love. No, um, that's a good point about the goalkeepers. Uh, I'm very much a homer for Joanna Loman, and I think she's made a very strong case for Spirit Player of the Year. Um, I think it would be, I think it easily could be a Stif- uh, Benini um, had she played out through the rest of the, the regular season. Um, but yeah, I think, but it, 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 I sort of just want to give it to goalkeeper, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> not, not a player. Um, going to goalkeepers, that's actually my next question. Kelsey Weiss, Stephanie LeBay, both of them played very well this season. I think LeBay's performance is highlighted by the five clean sheets that she had. Um, but why still has a higher save percentage and, you know, um, her, the team's still getting wins behind her. I personally feel that we're going to see Stephanie LeBay starting in Chicago. Um, with the effort to get the shield and because I think, I think coach Cabrera has the intent on starting her in the postseason that he'll start her in Chicago to get uh, for, you know, to get back into the rhythm. What are your thoughts, Jordan? Um, Well, I think that I understand why he hasn't changed it. You don't want to mess with what has been working for you. You know, they say, don't fix something that's not broken or whatever. And I'd like to see Steph in there. I think she gives you a little bit more experience, and I personally think that she, where she um, sets herself apart from Kelsey would definitely be her distribution. I mean, Kelsey's just past couple games has looked a little sloppy on that, and I'd like them to just give Steph a chance before the playoffs. I'm with you on Weiss's distribution. Um, yeah, and I have, I think I would stick with Weiss if I were him because I think it's a bit too late to change things up, and I think uh, she's fine. Interesting. Okay. Um, you don't think – okay, I don't know if I have really much more to add to that, actually. Um, it'll be interesting nonetheless. Uh, going into the playoffs, Spirits 
Thorns, Red Stars, New York Flash, that's top four. Rain still technically in it uh, with 27 points, two behind the Flash. They're in fifth. Um, going into the last set of games, uh, Boston's going to be going into Western New York, Chicago. Uh, I'm sorry, Western, Western New York will be going yeah. into Boston. Um, Chicago hosts the Washington Spirit. Sky Blue hosts the Portland Thorns. Dash will host the Seattle Reign. Um, so the only two playoff teams playing each other this weekend will be the uh, Chicago and Washington uh, with those games considered, and I guess the I guess they all sort of have implications on what could happen in this in the table. With those games in mind, how do you think who actually ends up making the top four, and who do you think is going to make it on to the championship? When thinking about that, Caitlin. So the rain would need to. Uh, both win and have Boston beat the Flash. And so it's looking a bit unlikely. I I think it's possible, but I think it will probably be the top four that are there right now. So you think that so do you do you have confidence that Spirit will will beat Chicago and and maintain their top spot? Oh, in terms of the order? Yeah. Um hmm, I guess I would lean a bit to the spirit keeping their top spot, but I don't know. I'm not that confident uh, for so, either team, really. Yeah, unfortunately, the spirit have to play before, like a day before the Portland yeah. game, right? So they don't get to know Portland. So if they do want to maintain that top spot, um, they do have to, you know, fight for the win. Um, versus settling for a draw, whatever it may be, um, and not knowing what Portland's going to do. Um, Portland, should the Spirit... I think I think Sky Blue has been playing well enough this season that I think they would like to play spoiler against Portland. Um, and so I, do, I think that Sky Blue will definitely um, pose a decent, th- uh, decent competition against Portland. Jordan, what do you think? I think that the way the Dash are playing right now, that they will at least get a point against Seattle. Um, I think that Portland and Sky Blue game will also be a draw, and I don't see Western New York losing to Boston again. And I see the Spirit losing to Chicago. Okay, so that would wow. What would that do if Portland got a if Portland got a point and Spirit did not? That ties uh, them yeah, at thirty. The Spirit, the sorry, the Thorns own the tiebreaker there. Yeah, they so, have yeah, the tiebreaker. Yeah. That's right. And so yeah, then so. also Western New York owns the tiebreaker over the Rain. So even if the Flash had tied and the Rain won, the Flash would still be in the playoffs. From what I. Okay, so, so Rain need a win and a outright loss from yeah. Western New York to, to have a chance. Um, I think that, of course, any every, we all like the idea of the Spirit getting the shield, right? Um, but I think take, putting that aside and only looking at the, um, the, the, the playoffs and how the seeds would line up, um, 
Do we want Spirit to maintain that number one spot to play the Flash, or are we okay with uh, hosting Chicago the following week? Who do you prefer in the semis, Jordan? Uh, probably Western New York. I think watching that um, Portland game yesterday was a little scary, but I I think that we have a, a solid enough defense to handle them. Uh, I just don't like playing Chicago again. I don't think it worked well with playing Seattle two games in a row, so I don't want to have to face Chicago two games in a row. Caitlin. I guess for the spirit, um, I didn't get a chance to see Western New York last night, so I really want to do that tonight maybe, but uh, I think the Flash are probably the preferable option for the spirit. I don't think they've won since that whole small field thing. Um even though they do pose a significant threat to the Spirit, and both uh, games this year, in some ways, they looked like the better better team against the Spirit. Who do you think ends up in the championship? Maybe Western New York and Portland. I don't know. Man. <laughs> Sorry. No, no faith. <laughs> no faith. Jordan. Um... <laughs> I think the top two get it. I think it's going to be Portland and the Spirit. I, I just see that those two teams are better than the other two by far. So, Well, I uh, I just spoke with Lori Lindsay before this one, and she she has thorns in the Spirit in the championship. And I think I agree with her. Yeah. But I, I'm allowed to be the, I'm allowed to be the homer. Yeah, I think Kaylin's the one that weird. has the objective. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I also would add, I think one of the spirit's strengths that let them be uh, the top of the table is their depth. And when you have just one game, I think that's a different story. And in some ways, uh, it brings more parity between the two teams. I think. Interesting. Okay. I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so the last thing I want to talk about is w- one perspective of the game that we all have that the average fan doesn't um, is interacting with the players and, you know, being media and, and being able to um, see the game and the players from that perspective. Um, Caitlin, we'll start with you since uh, you have the most experience out of uh, us on interacting with the spirit. Um who who are a couple of the players that you truly enjoy in either post game interviews or when you get to do a feature on them, um, and what is it about them that you enjoy? Uh, generally, after games, I enjoy talking to either Dunn or Matheson. I'd say especially both players are pretty smart and candid, and I enjoy kind of their perspective on the game. Jordan, you've had a couple opportunities to, to get in the scrum. Yeah. Who have you enjoyed? Well, the only players that I've really gotten to talk to were, um, I think, Krieger. And then I just remember it was the Orlando game, so it was um, Ashton Harris and Kristen Emmons. And actually listening to both of them, especially with just the weight of that game, um, was very uh interesting to listen to and I really enjoyed that yeah absolutely yeah I agree I think Allie Krieger has definitely been um really been amazing to talk to she's 
she balances right between the answer you you expect, but she's also transparent about it. And so, like, you get to hear more of um, – she. it almost starts like she starts with the, the typical answer, but then, like, gets deeper with every line. Um, so it's it's fun to watch that develop. Um, I, I really like talking to um, – Man, why why is my name or why uh Christine Christine Nairn. Um she seems she seems happy to be talking with us. Maybe because when we're talking to her, it's usually because there's a win. Um, so she has more reasons to be excited. Okay, finally going into Chicago and uh, going to the game against Chicago. What do you think the Spear are gonna have to do to come away with the win? Uh, we'll wrap up the the podcast here. Jordan, we'll start with you. Uh, defend. <laughs> I think that uh, lately they've they've gotten away from what has really gotten them this far. Uh, I'd like to see maybe Oyster and Zdorsky get back into the starting 11. Um, I think that they had um, a really good thing going before the Olympics and that I've kind of missed that. And then also I'd just like to see, like – just a stronger attack instead of trying to build so much that maybe take a couple of those long shots just to just to let them know that you're that you're there. Yeah. Caitlin. I would say defend on the flanks better. I think that was an issue last night and then uh uh kind of move the ball well, especially through the midfield. Yeah, Jordan, you said you want to. You sort of they've gotten away from what got them here. You mentioned uh, Zadorsky and another player who, like, beyond a couple of the lineup differences, do you think there's been a uh, a change in their approach, their game game day approach that's that's been different, or is it just the lineup? I don't know. It's just been kind of weird. Like they. It hasn't been a consistent lineup, I think, besides the forwards. I mean, that's something that's changed so much. I think not having a consistent center-back pairing over the past four or five games has really been a problem because between your goalkeeper and your center-backs, those have to have the most trust in each other, and it just doesn't seem like they're all communicating together very well. Yeah. Caitlin, any thoughts on that? Yeah, I think Oyster's a better go at uh, center back than uh, Church, especially when you're dealing with some pacier forwards. And then I guess the thing with Zadorsky would be uh, her ankle sprain. Okay, well, uh, Caitlin, Jordan, thank you so much for joining me. It's been a pleasure talking uh, with you both and Kaylin, I know I'll see you at the home playoff game. Mm-hmm. Jordan, I hope to see you there as well. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna definitely gonna try. Wonderful. Okay.